Amen? So these are a few of our uh, announcements. Uh, some were up on the overhead already, but we have two housekeeping items. So uh, if you're in the middle, slide over in a little bit because there's some empty seats because there are people in the back. I'm pretty sure they would love to come and sit, but because there are empty seats in the middle, so some just squeeze in. Those to the wall, squeeze, squeeze over, squeeze over uh, so that... There are some who will, see, they're, they're coming, so, you know, so let's move over, move over, move over. You know, when you get to the kingdom, you get big enough, everybody can run around. You, know, that's real right. you don't have to worry about no seating, just run and have fun, amen? Uh, and then, again, we ask that if you have backpacks, to please make sure that you're putting them in the perimeter of the tape so that they, people won't trip, and it's a fire code. So make sure that you put your backpacks within the, the tape line. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Hosanna tonight, 945. Hi. I heard through the grapevine y'all been having a great time. So if you're looking for something to do, Hosanna. Amen. And then tomorrow, awake, wake up, awake. Okay, awake. I heard you all have been having a good time, too, and it's at 9.30. Amen. So, you know, if you have the, the opportunity to come and fellowship, I tell you what time it is to come and fellowship with one another. Amen. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, we love you this morning. And there was a time that we had to hold our faces down. We couldn't look up at you, as Moses would say. But we can look up and see your face. And as we lift up and look at your face today, Lord, we come with humble hearts. There are many whose hearts have been broken to many circumstances that have happened in their lives. But because of the broken heart, you are the heart fixer. You are the healer, the comforter, the king. Help us to realize it's not what we have in life, but who we have in life that matters. Help us to realize that we matter to one another as sisters and brothers. Help us to pray for one another. Remind us how vulnerable we are. Help us to embrace one another, to pray for one another. Help us to comfort one another. And most of all, help us to love one another as you have loved us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Steffi. So good. So good to be together again. It's a treat and a joy. When, when we uh, were, Janelle and I were, had our, our first daughter, Esther, when we, when we were pregnant, we asked some parents, what are some, what are some tips you have for us of, of being good parents? And one of the things they said is, uh, we, we've never forgotten, we try to do, is, is get to know your children. It's a little bit surprising to me because I thought I thought kind of was, as parents you shape your children and lead them and guide them and and they said get to know your children and so over the years we really try to take that to heart and get to know our children in all kinds of different ways and mostly just by spending time together right and and so uh, it, it happens lots of normal things but also I thought we'd have one more little glimpse of some summer fun we got to have we got to go to Camp Spalding this summer some of you may know Camp Spalding there's our one of our silly pictures. Getting to know our children. River, one of the things about River, he just he loves being goofy. Bella loves being the star, and uh, it's just it's so great. We uh, next one we got to go camping a couple of times, which was super fun, and so fun to see to learn about my children as as we adventure together and explore and put our tent together and, and play games and wrestle and 
so much fun. And one thing I knew about River, but I was confirmed, is how much River likes corn. And so there, there's River. I think, I think he liked that. Uh, <laughs> that was, I think he had four of those that night. <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> Getting to know them is such a treat. We're on a journey to get to know someone even better. And this semester, we're talking about this journey through God's, John's gospel of God making himself known to us. God made known in, G, in, in the gospel of John is in these I am statements of Jesus. And last week, we, we looked at, at, at the beginning of the gospel of John, this prologue, where, where John says, no one's ever seen God, but God, the only son who was at the, the father's side, has made him known. That in Jesus, God is making himself known to us. We don't have to guess anymore about who God is, but God is making himself known to us so we can bank on it and trust him and step forward in him. And so today, we're going we're gonna to keep going on that, but we actually take one step backwards, at least in the Bible and in time, because we need to, to get a little bit of understanding so we can understand what's going on in John and um, recognize that God, although God's made himself most clearly known in Jesus so we can get to know him, he, God has been a guy who's been making himself known from the beginning of time. He didn't start in Jesus. Jesus is, is, is the ultimate expression of that, his revelation. And so we're going to go back to, to, to a, a key glimpse of that in Exodus chapter 3. Maybe a familiar story for some. Exodus chapter 3, Moses is this guy who was a, a Hebrew, he, but grew up in Pharaoh's household in Egypt, right? And and when he got of age, he saw his, his people, the Israelites, being oppressed and enslaved, and he didn't like that. So he goes and, and kills a guard, and then the Israelites don't like it, the Egyptians don't like it, and so he flees. Flees to the wilderness, and for 40 years, Moses is in the, in the wilderness, shepherding sheep in anonymity. No one knows him. And so there he is out there, and one day he's cruising along, and he sees this burning bush, right? This bush that's burning, but not burning up. Fiery bush. And he hears God speak to him out of this bush. He didn't know his God yet. Moses, Moses, I am the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of your ancestors. And God proceeds to invite Moses to go and deliver his people. Not just invite him, but command him. Go deliver my people out of Israel. I've seen their oppression. I've heard their cries. See, God, from the beginning, he's been a God who cares about the oppressed and the vulnerable, the widow and the orphan and the stranger. In this case, a whole people who had been oppressed and enslaved for years and years and years. And God cared and noticed. He said, Moses, go, go pull them out. Go rescue them. And then Moses has a bit of a problem. He says, but God, the Israelites rejected me. The Egyptians rejected me. How am I going to go do that? And that's where we pick up our, our, our passage in Exodus chapter 3. But Moses said to God, if I come to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me, to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said further, thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, thus you shall say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever and my title. This is my title for all generations. Moses has this problem. Uh, God, who am I supposed to say who sent me? I don't know if I really, I don't have what it takes to do this job. So who's going to come through? How do I know you're really strong enough 
that you really are going to be with me. That's great, the God of my ancestors, but I need a God now. And so God, his grace, says, all right. Tell them, I am who I am since you. I am who I am. Not exactly the name you were expecting, right? I am who I am. And this, there's, there's a lot of grammatical, uh, great scholarship in, in biblical studies about this. And if you're interested, I'm sure Will Kynes and the, and the theology department will be glad to tell you all about it. A lot of great things to learn. But we, we don't have time to unpack today. But there, there, we're just going to look at two different ways you can understand that, that phrase. I am who I am. I am who I am. At, at first, just that simple way. I am. I am puts God not bound by time, but holding time. It's God holding it. God, I am. I was. Because I am then. I am now. And I am tomorrow. I am. I, I hold the all together because I am who I am. Now, yesterday, today, and forever. I am who I am. This is the eternal living God so Moses says, God, how do I know? I am. I am with you. I am right now. I am today, tomorrow, and beyond. And then with that, I am, this word, this other name, the Lord, right? The Lord. The Lord is it's, it's a, it's grammatically very closely related. The word for the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, right? In, in English, our, our Bibles just say that, all caps. We would, in the transliteration, Y-H-W-H, we would say Yahweh. In Jewish tradition, they don't say that name because it's, it's too holy, right? So we have this other name, the Lord, that reminds Moses, I am who I am. I'm with you. I am God eternally. I'm with you and I'm be there. I am God. I am who I am. That's one Another way we think about this, too, is I will be who I will be. Another way you could read that Hebrew there. I will be who I will be. And maybe, what if, what if part of what God is doing here with Moses saying, I will be who I will be. Moses, you can't handle the whole, the whole picture of who I am right now. If I told you everything, it would just overwhelm you. So just trust me. I will be who I will be. I've sent you to, to Egypt. I will be who I will be. I'll come through for you there. I'm going to fill in, I'm going to fill in this, the rest of that meaning for you as you go. Let's just start with this. I am who I am, the Lord. I will be, I will fill in, I will fill in the rest as you go. In word and deed, I'll show you who I am more and more. It's kind of like a lot of us have met a lot of people the last couple weeks, right? Not even just first years, you know, we've, we've met a lot of different people. And you meet someone and you, you know, you, you have a little bit of background, but then you, you see them around and finally you meet them and you say, you get their name, right? Hi. Just like, remember, I met uh, Emily a couple weeks ago, or last week, I mean, back there in the back. Is Emily here? Oh, yes. Way to go, Emily. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't scare her away. All right. <laughs> Phew. So you meet someone, and you get their name. But their name is just a start, right? It's just the beginning. It, you don't really know them. But then you, you have time together, and you do traditiation, and you look like a fool doing, you're doing you know, your cheers. And then, and then you, you have fun together at prime time. And then you, have, you go on a weekend adventure somewhere at the outdoor rec. And you, you then worship God with someone. And then you, 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 you have that, oh, sad, that, that person you were dating before, before college, but now or not anymore. And you have to process that with someone. You process that together. And, and, and then... 
after that, your friendship's even deeper, right? You know each other more. And, and, and he said, let's go on a spring break. Let's go on a spring break trip together. Let's go serve together on work week or on a mission trip. Or, and, and slowly, this name becomes more than just a name. It's filled in. It's filled in with so much more meaning and so much more, not just meaning, but the character of this person. This character that, that you know them and you know their heart, you know what they're like, you know what makes them laugh, you know what, what bugs them. You are getting to know them and they fill it in. What if God's saying to Moses, I will be who I will be. Stick with me. I'll show you who I am more and more and more. What if God's saying to us, I will be who I will be. Come, be with me. Get to know me more and my character and who I am. I'll show you more and more and more of who I am and I'll fill in as we go. And so we see from this point in here, in Exodus 3, Moses actually sees God filling that in. Who is God? Well, God's the, the, the powerful God who comes and meets him in Egypt and provides for him in these signs with Pharaoh and provides for, for, for rescuing these people against all odds, against Pharaoh's army, and pulls them out through the Red Sea in the great act of deliverance of the Old Testament that points to the greatest act of deliverance in the history of the world, the cross of Jesus, when sin and death and evil were defeated once and for all. God's revealing his power and his care. I will be who I will be. I am who I am. I'm there. And then God, God, God takes care of him, gives Moses the, the ten words, the ten commandments, the ways of living with him, revealing more of his character. God is a God who, of love. that He's, He wants the Israelites to show this to the world. This is more of who God is. In word and deed, God's revealing his character. And then in Exodus 34, we see that we, we mentioned it last week where God passes by Moses, remember, covers his face and passes by, reveals his name in word. and says, says, God, the Lord, the Lord, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for the thousandth generation, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, yet by no means clearing the guilty, but visiting the iniquity of the parents upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. And so God's now revealing more of his name in word, filling it in as Moses gets to know more and more and more of God's character. Who is this God? He's knowing him in experience. He's knowing him in word, knowing him in interaction because God is making himself known to him, filling in what it means to say the Lord, I am who I am. One of the ways to think of it, this I think, is, is it's kind of like, maybe kind of like an onion. Sorry, front row people. <laughs> kind of like an onion, where, where God gives us his name. I am who I am. I will be who I will be. But that doesn't mean we really understand the fullness of that. We just, it's just a start. And the whole rest of our life is this journey of peeling back these layers and opening them up little by little. And saying, oh, a God, gracious and, and, and abundant and steadfast love and mercy. A God who's deliverer. A God who cares about the vulnerable and the, and the oppressed. A God who, who is holy and righteous. And we go on and on. And we start seeing more and more and more of God's character. But it's all part of the same I am. The same God. It's not different pieces. It's all one God. But we're seeing his character more and more. This is what happens through the whole of Scripture. And then in Jesus, it becomes even more clear. And we're going to see this semester, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Just, I am. Jesus, 
identifies himself with this God of I am, that I am who I am, that I will be who I will be. Jesus says, I am that God. And so sometimes as we go along, understanding God's character, there's some pieces that don't fit. Even that verse, if you put that back up, Brendan, please, that last, we, we hear about God's amazing love, and we want to just focus on the first part of the verse, right? It's so incredible, God's amazing. But then, abounding steadfast love and faithfulness to a thousand generations. But then, and, and not forgetting the iniquity to, to, of the children of the children in the third and fourth generation. Oh, I don't like that, God. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that part. I know that's only three or four compared to a thousand. Okay, that's good. So the mercy is much more. Let's think about that mercy. Sometimes that happens. We don't understand. God, how is it that this, this works? How could you really be in control when the world seems such a mess? We all have questions like this. God, how, how, could, how, is, are you light when the, 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 how can we see this darkness? Or I don't understand your providence. But instead of throwing the whole onion out, we say, hold on. Okay, that's one pedal, but all these other things, uh, these pedals, character of who God is, who he's seen in word and deed, who I experienced and read, and, and the people of God have experienced. Okay, I don't understand that one, but somehow I'm going to trust that it fits with the whole, the I am who I am. And as we get to know God and his character, we find that we don't have to have everything figured out and all buttoned up, but we become, can trust more and more the God who has shown himself to us. And trust him, those pieces will come together in the end. Maybe, when, maybe not until we get to heaven. And we get to see him face to face. Band, you guys can come on up. It also happens in our own lives. When we struggle with things, when we go through our own struggles of suffering and darkness, to know who God is. The God who's made himself known. The God who I am who I am. I will be who I will be. I am this God. The character of this God, is that's what holds us when we struggle when we don't feel God like we have recently or we want to, when we make mistakes, we turn back to this God who has made himself known and says, I am who I am. He doesn't fall apart. Don't worry. <laughs> he holds us. We can trust who he is as he's revealed his character. And so our invitation for us this semester at chapel is to get to know more of this character of this God. Would we lean in and say, God, I want to know you more. God, show me your glory. Reveal to me your name like Moses prayed. And not just here, but in our own, opening the scriptures, in our own lives, in different ways, in church, and Bible study. God, let me know more of who you are. And as we do, we'll find things become more and more clear in so many ways. Let's stand and sing together. Amen. May we be a people who come to him, who come to him, and he is the great I am. I am who I am. And so we go from here knowing the great I am who I am, who goes with you, the I will who I will be, who does not leave us or forsake us, but goes with us in Jesus by the power of his spirit to join him in letting this world know more of his character as we know more of who this great God is. So go in peace and enjoy him this week. In Jesus' name, amen.